Hello, 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 hello. My name is Phyllis Y. Whitley. If you have been spiritually victimized and traumatized, welcome to Spiritology Live, where I bring my number one bestseller book to life. Yes, each episode will be a raw, spiritual, metaphysical, holistic space of consciousness for self-healing as you learn how to break your religious shackles so you can master and manifest your promised land. Within today, today everyone, let's go. Well, we are going to have some good Marge podcasts. I hope everyone who is listening, if you don't know me, go back into my podcast and you should start from one. It's a method to my madness and listen to every episode. Some episodes you got to go over and over and over. Feed yourself. Speaking of feed yourself, I just did a podcast. It's going to be great. I called the Shepherd Slaughter. Yes, yes. I told. I spoke, and it cannot be done, undone. I told the truth. It's not an advertisement on any Pacific female or male. It's what's really behind the cause of shepherd slaughtering. And it is episode, I believe, I, I hate to give the names of the episode because it can change up any time. But before then, I went, because of my Whispervise team, and I did one called The Death, How to Overcome Till Death Do Us Part, The Raw Truth, Nothing But The Truth. I did a part two, is the truth about death, church, and psychic mediums. Hmm, something that your pastor would never preach. And the last one I did is, this, is there a place for the LGBTQ community in the church? deep. I answered it to the best of my knowledge. Now, with that being said, as you see, I touch on stuff nobody wants to cross. Some people are going to take this. They're going to make it a sermon and they're going to say, I'm the one who taught this. Okay. But I got all my proof set in here just in case legal come knocking at the door. You understand people will copyright your stuff. Well, we had something. We had really a showstopper with this shepherd slaughtering. That's that's my whole, just about my whole insight, secrets, and spiritology. I don't tell you stuff just to tell you. I tell you stuff. Whenever I come with a problem, I'm coming with a solution. And today, we are going to be challenged again. This time, it's about time travel. Ooh, Miss P, you just about all kind of stuff. I thought you was about the father business. I am. Time travel. I know you never heard of it. Most of my titles, some of y'all, you know, even the, even the pastors that listen in for this next sermon, you literally have never heard of this. And then I got some people who coming in here sneaking in like Nicodemus. And I forgot to say that in one of my podcasts. I could say you come out, they visit you at night. Oh, I forgot that. They're, those We call them Nicodemus brothers. 
They come to you at night. They come to you when nobody else is looking or know and get all your information and your secrets, but they don't, <laughs> because they don't have nothing. They have no topic. They have no knowledge. They don't know nothing. And some of them will just get on YouTube and do a whole episode. It's crazy on what somebody else is doing wrong. Yes. I'm to a Pacific people. Now, I'm not here cursing each and everybody. You know, I'm telling you what's going on out there to help you have a solution and don't fall to the wayside because of those religious sackles that's in everything, school, Hollywood, everywhere. So you don't be destroyed and I want you to live in your promised land. I'm not here to cry and talk about, well, you know what? This is my husband over here and the pastor was my husband over there. And I'm not here to sit back and tell you, um, I know the latest gossip or somebody falling. They have people that do that. And it needs to be up there, exposed, so it can help prevent the next one from thinking they can get away with it. Because so much undercover goes in, just for instance, in the priesthood, in the van again, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, they constantly have a rolling cycle of incest. And they don't do anything about it. They just send them over to the next place that they need to go to. And as you cover that seed, that seed is going to multiply and go running rapid. And people might get upset and say, oh, how dare you? That's priest so-and-so. Yes, exactly. That's priest so-and-so. That's not Jesus so-and-so. You understand what I'm saying? Some people, it amazed me that they love their priests and pastor more than they love their own children. How many? How many young people? How many young people told their mother or father that the priest or the pastor touched them in a place they didn't need to touch them? Some of them don't tell them. I know I heard one story with a girl. She was smacked because she told her mother she left her in the room with the pastor pray. How how are you going to put somebody in the room to pray for your, your child and you not overseeing it? Who was he? And they literally... It is parents out there. And I'm talking to you as a parent, male or female. You don't put nobody over your child. If I got up here and preached today and say, everybody stop feeding your child, you're going to stop feeding them? You have to know how to fire people. You have to know how to let people go. It's some people that's in the church and they miserable, but they just got to stay in that church because you know grandma sat here once. But grandma was in a different era, a different time. That's like saying, let me go to a college that is set up like a cave back in the days where they had to hunt their food. You have to go forward. You can choose to be Amish and just stay in that time and feel that, you know, you in the past and we not we got to stay in the past. Hmm. With that being said, we're talking about thanks to. Priscilla in Florida, who gave me, among some other topics that I said I'm not going to put it out there because people can't, they won't be able to receive it. They're not ready. But time travel. Yes, I'm going to tell you some secrets and some hacks about time travel, past, presence, and future. Miss P, Miss P, Miss P, I think about you all the time. I pray for you because you're touching some realms that you're not supposed to touch. Well, who told you that? Did your father tell you that? Did your father, did your unlimited, infinite father, God, 
tell you, please tell Phyllis to stop and stay on one thing because that's all she needs to do just to be limited to everything. Could you tell her not to even go into the spiritual realm even though I'm a spirit and you got to worship me in spirit and truth? Hmm. Did God tell you to tell me that? Hmm. What else did God tell you? Because I'm going to go in here and I'm going to touch, yes, time travel. And I advise you to stay. Now, we are going to discuss, this is going to be a part two because I'm going to make it a part two because I can do that. When I was writing it, I said, oh no, it's, it's other stuff in here. We're going to go directly into time travel. And first, what we're going to talk about is in my book. Everything is coming from my book. This is dessert. I didn't speak time travel in here, but I spoke about dreams. And I have one about broken dreams. And let me go ahead and read this. And those of you who can't handle it, there's a million other, billions other platforms that you can jump on and get on there. And I wish you luck. Travel. Keep on moving. Now, for those who want to stick in here and hear about time travel, do time travel is this? Is it real? Yes, it is. Let's look at it. And Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet the more. Genesis 37.5. Hello. He dreamed a dream. Don't y'all dream? So I might be on something here, right? We all had dreams. Some of us can't remember them. But he remembered his dream. And when he was dreaming, let me tell you a secret right here. He told them about a dream and they hated him because he didn't tell them about a dream of the past. He didn't tell them what was going on then. He told them the future. So is it safe to say that he went in his future? When you dream, you can go into your future. Miss P, stop it. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm not finished yet. I'm telling you, when you come into my space, you better have, be ready. Wait a minute. You don't believe that? That's why I read it. How about you dreaming that you got bit by the dog when you was five? Remember that? You go back. You say, I remember when I was, I was bit by the dog. I could relive in that dream. Well, how can you relive something and it was the past? You even woke up shaking. Is the possibility you went back in the past? Hello? If you know the book, it's called the Bible. Then you know that Joseph was telling them a dream and they tried to kill it. That's why you had to be careful who you tell your dreams to. Because he had an open room that God showed him. God, yes, dreams are not always the devil. He had a dream where God was showing him his future. And he came back in today's world at that time and discussed it with his brothers. And his brothers hated him. They, they Evidently, they must have already hated him because he was anointed. This is what happens in the church. When you get up and you give your testimony or you got a prophet in the church and a prophet, this happens to prophets and the whole congregation hear your prophetic word and the, and the, the prophetic word is like, you're going to own many cars. You're going to have not one, not two, but three homes. You're going to marry a king or you, or it could be a man. You're going to marry a queen. 
Oh my goodness, if the females in there ain't scattering stuff, but he gonna marry a queen. They talking about me, they talk about me, they talk about me. So all of a sudden, when they say that the person, the deacon is gonna marry a queen, then you remember time travel. Then you believe in what Miss P say. Now you believe that you can go in the future because you see it. You you see, you gotta be very careful when you come up into my space and thoughts. But Miss P, it's nobody physically around you. Yeah, but everything is in the mind. You can pick up. We can pick up what people are saying with what they're thinking. You know that. You ever went in the room and you said, oh, God, I got to get out of here. The same people who say she's talking about time travel or whatever. But if your pastor came to you tomorrow and said, I am seeking a wife and I dreamed about her. And she's going to stand by my side and help me preach. You know how many of you, especially you. Oh, he's talking about me. Then you believe in time travel. Then you believe he went in the future and seen you. How many of y'all went around? Oh, God told me you were my you were my husband. You went. God told you a future because the person is not your husband today, nor is the pe- person your wife today. They're speaking about the future. That's why you have the prophets, the dreamers like Daniel's. God didn't stop that in the Old Testament. Do you still dream? It kills me. It behooved me when people say, oh, the prophets of the yesterday. So people can't prophesy. People can't see things in the spiritual realm. But yet you can still dream, right? David was, Daniel, excuse me, was a dreamer. You don't know how to dream? You didn't have that grandmother that told you exactly what the number was going to be? Everybody had a grandma that told them what, what the number was. They used to be illegal numbers. Now you can everybody can play the number. That number didn't come out. I remember when I was young, they used to come to me. I used to give people numbers, and my mother used to have her, her friends come to me, say, What number you know, so and so. So I used to give them a number, and they used to look that look at me like I was a ghost because the church didn't teach them it's the spiritual side. And you know what? The numbers would come. It would come out. Where was I in the future? Where's the prophet in the future? Time travel. What do they? What do we got to do with that? Okay, you you got me, Miss P. I'm gonna stay and listen. Now, see, Joseph was in his future, and because in his present time, he probably was one of those the brothers that just told everything. They just didn't like him, and they knew the father was fond of him. So they said, you know what? We're gonna kill this mamma jamma, and they they literally threw him. I think was at the bottom of a well or whatever to kill him. And what happened was, if the killing part was when people take stuff from you, when they kill you, they kill your dream. Although they try to kill his dream, everything happened for a reason so he can be shipped. Somebody else took him. God can't take your mess and turn it into the, your best. You understand what I'm saying? You learned a lot from that. And one of the things that you learn is that not only can they still take something from you, they were trying to take, they were trying to kill him because they didn't want the future to come to pass. They really didn't believe him. Because had they known that he was correct, no way in where they would did that. So if you know the story of um Joseph, he later on went from here to here to here, then wind up in jail. He had hard times. And he literally interpreted the dreams of the best people. And then they made him, he got promoted and made him king. He went through a lot. But he became a king and Fatim hit the place where his family lived and they was moved to go over to his place. And I don't know if they had sent for him or whatever. I have to go back. But 
His family came to him. They didn't recognize him or whatever. He was a king and he literally helped them and he told them who they were. I know they felt like fools. This is the man we killed. And then to see the manifestation of his dream was bigger than what he told them. So you see time travel? You time travel automatically in in your dream. That's why some of y'all have nightmares. You have a dream interpreter. God made us dream interpreters, prophets, all the kind of stuff. But they but see the church lie and tell you, oh, that's the witches and the warlocks and whatever. I'm not taking, I, I, have, I am not taking up for people out there that don't know God is their source. It is people out there that have a gift, was given a gift, and they took it and they took it and put it to darkness, unfortunately. And those same gift wind up destroying them. So with that being said, you see how somebody went in the future, you know, without trying to go into the future. Now, here go something from me. Here's a quote from me. Your dream, your daydreams are movie trailers to God and your night dreams are God movie trailers to you. What I'm saying here is you have the ability to dream. It's called visualization, laws of attraction. Everybody's doing it now. The church was against it, but guess what? Now I see churches of this, but you got your vision board ready. I'm sitting up here like, that was once a light. That is not of God. Now everybody's trying to do it. Vision board, treasury map, whatever you want to call it, future map, future board, prosperity board, you're trying to tell the yourself in the universe, you pick pictures and stuff of where you feel you want to go. Images. If you don't have it on paper, you can have it in your mind, and that's where you learn how to literally visualize. If you notice that these are foods, soul foods, <laughs> feeding your soul. So if you visualize, you have to have a picture. And you notice I said dreams are God movie. Uh, night dreams. And I said, it's God movie trailer to you. Usually when you're dreaming, God is trying to tell you something. God was telling Joseph, I'm making you really big. Also, Martha Luther King Jr. Let's look at his quote. You can kill the dreamer, but you can't kill the dream. Hmm. Hello. That dream is going to come out any way that God wanted to. And those of you mothers and fathers out there that have a dream and you let somebody come and kill your dream. Then you go get a a daughter or a son and you try to live your dream out through them. And a lot of times the child pick it up and do everything that you didn't do. Because that dream got to keep moving. God is not going to stop the world because he told you to find your platform and and serve. And you said no. I remember somebody, um, I was taking real estate many years ago. And one of the girls said her sister took the test and she didn't pass it. So she said, well, God must don't want me to pass it. So I'm not going to go that way. I'm just going to leave it alone. Really? God said, that's all right. You know how many people are going to go take it and pass it? Shame on you. So if you notice, the future can be seen in dreams or you can create the future by your little maps hmm, or visualization. Well, Miss P, I don't know. I need I need more proof of that. No, you don't need no proof. You you doubt in Thomas, so you can hop along, Cassidy. Travel your travel yourself off my pra- my podcast. And now, for those of you who are serious, 
Let's go. Let's go into the movie. The movie, let's go see what they do. Even some of the good people, small people in Hollywood know what they're doing. It was a picture called Inception 2010, directed by Christopher Nolan. And Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, that's a sexy name. And I might, I hope I didn't butcher it. He played Don, he had, I think it's Don Carr. He played this man that literally, or it was like a group of them, that they stole information from his targets, subconscious minds through dreams. Yes, you heard me. He stole information from them through their dreams. They had to go into their dreams. That means they had to all be like hypnotized or, you know, they had to go into dream state. Some people know that by different levels of beta and whatever, you know, different is different levels deep deep dream and whatever what the point is is that the deeper it is the more you in the subconscious mind and they went in different levels it was a great movie go get it and online and basically this is time travel because they once they got in their dreams they was going in there for the wrong reason but what they was getting out of it they was changing stuff in that dream so when they changed it they literally came out knowing what to either get today. They had to go into their, literally, most of their past. And it was so funny because I remember they was going through, walking around, and the person said, get out of my dreams. And he said, no, you in my dreams. And some of them was in, it was like the winter, the weather would change. And they would say, why are you dreaming a slow storm? So they was in the subconscious mind. They were just showing you a lot about the the position or the duties of the conscious and subconscious mind, which is in my book. Now, what we're going to go into is the fact that they knew how to go back and they went into those dreams, you know, for the wrong reasons because they wanted secrets. But in order to know that if they had came out of that dream state, they had something that they were, uh, you know, like um, cubic. I believe to tell them that you you back in your in reality. So it was in the past or changing the future. When you go in that past, it will change the future. Now, where is this going? This happened to go go to revision. See, I'm talking about time travel and revision. One of my slogans is, and I do believe I had said it before. In order to change your world, you have to revise your whispers. And this is part of the whispers, your words, your thoughts. So they went, actually went back and did something to the people and it was wrong. So what am I saying? You can go back in your past and revise. You can go back in your past today to revise your future tomorrow. Because if you know that you know that you know, your future is really your today. So I'm not going to touch that because, you know, I'm going a little bit too deep. But with that being said, they literally went out there in the dream state. Now, how do you revise your future? What Cobb did at the end of everything, he came back. And you remember I said they would roll something on their fingers to see if they was in reality. Well, I do believe his kids was not no longer with him. And I'm not going to tell you the story, but somewhere in 
the dream, they was absent in reality. In reality, I don't know if they died or whatever. I'm not going to tell you that. But at the end of the show, where you have to go ahead and find out if you are back into the zone of you back into the non-dream state, he ignored it. A lot of y'all not going to catch that. Because he seen his kids playing and he wanted to just be with his kids because he couldn't be with them in reality. So it left you hanging. I wish they would have did a part two or did they? <laughs> I don't know. It left you hanging. Did he decide to just live in a dream so he can be with his kids? Do you understand? That's deep. Because in order for to fulfill your dream, you have to start living it. You have to say... I am going to walk my life like I'm in my dream. The best tennis player, the best basketball player, whatever, they literally have to act like they know before they are actually there. So you see what I'm doing? You can use the treasure maps and stuff because you are putting it. You want to see it. You can visualize because you want to see it. You can affirmation because you want to hear it. What are you doing? You're feeding your whole air gates spiritual soul food. See how I go back to that? And when you feed it that, you're bringing your future to your now. When you revise your past, you can go back and you can revise it. I know you say, well, Miss B, how do we actually do that? Because they went in the dream. You can literally if you know how to master your mind with dreams, you can go back and, and change your dream. You ever had a nightmare and you woke up? Well, go back to sleep real quick and go back into that that nightmare and, and change it up real quick. If you can't do that, that's why you have to have a coach. You have to have somebody specialized in dreams and visions and all of that. They out there. With that being said, what they did in Inception the movie for 2010, they illegally went in their mind to change the outcome. So when you are getting revision, some people get hypnosis. When you are revising yourself, when you go back and you sit down, and this is what I do in counseling, I hope you go back and revise your past. When you come out, what happens? Your future have changed. You want me to give you another movie? I'm going to give you one called Back to the Future, 1985, directed by Robert. I believe his name is, is Z McKitts. Might be wrong. And that was actor Michael J. Fox. He accidentally was sent back to the future by his scientist. Okay. His name was Marty in the picture. And he had a scientist who literally was into everything he sent him back by accident. Now, mind you, when he had first went back, his family was dysfunctional when they were poor. And when he went, you know, before he went back, he went back there and literally, and according to the outcome, whatever he was doing at that time, he literally came back to the future. And when he came back, his family was well off, got themselves together, and the person who was bullying them was really the servant. And he was like, what? Because he he did some things back then. So 
with that being said, that was another movie trying to tell you, the masters were trying to tell y'all something and y'all was like, oh, isn't that a cute movie? Not understanding people are doing this. This is not witchcraft. This is not none of that. This is the power, the power that God have given you to go back and revise. He given you dreams. He's given you the ability to prophesy your own life to yourself. You understand what I'm saying? I gave y'all, some of y'all can say, wow, I got a revelation. So you can go back into your, with the help of a counselor or a coach and pinpoint those areas in your past that you can change or you can look at differently. And then when you come back out of that, that person life will not be the same. It won't happen overnight, but eventually they'll be going in a direction that they didn't even know they can go through because no longer do they have that stronghold telling them, remember when so-and-so said you would never be aging, you'll never pass the test, you'll never be no good. They no longer have that. That's no more, uh, no longer a hold. So then when they come back out, they may go right there to take a real estate test or they may go continue college, even if they in their 40s or 50s, because that hold, which is really an illusion, is usually your past. You took a a stronghold from your past and let it stop you. How many of you know, just like with, with Joseph, they tried to stop him, even though they threw him physically somewhere. That was a spiritual thing that happens in everybody's life where somebody say one word, like it can be your parents. You know, you never be nobody. It can be your teacher. How high you think you really going? I remember somebody told me at a job, I don't see you ever making past such and such and such. I looked at this woman and said, you got to be kidding me. But it stayed in me. This is why psychiatrists make so much money because you sit on the couch. And those of you who say, I don't believe what she's doing. Yeah, because some of y'all had to leave from hearing my podcast to go sit down and lie down on the couch. So your psychiatrist can get all the money that he or she can get from you. So you can go back and tell them the past. And he'll just listen. He or she'll just listen. You need somebody who's going to help you revise it. When you revise your past, you actually in time travel. When you go there, you have many ways to get to time travel. You can sit back and say, well, Miss P, I don't believe you. I want you to stop what you're doing right now. Make sure you're not driving. And I want you to go back and tell me the first toy you got that made you so happy when you was a little girl, a little boy. You remember it? You remember the name? You remember how it looked? Remember the smile on whoever gave it to you when you were so happy and you unwrapped it? Remember, could it be going back in your past? You just went and traveled to your past because you feel all googly and happy, but why? You went in your past. Now let's go to When something hurts you, can you remember the person who bullied you in school? How it made you feel? If you stay there deep enough, you'll start crying. Hatred will come up. So you got to come out of it right now. But did you notice that you went back and then you came up to today? Because that was a stronghold that prevented you from doing certain things in life. That same stronghold might prevent you from saying, The person that bullied you with a baseball hat. And to this day, you can't stand people with baseball hats. (laughs) Yeah. 
Now let's go ahead and look at the future. Well, I don't believe we can travel to the future. Dreams. You can daydream, visualization. What do you see yourself being? Remember when you was a little girl, little boy, and you can see yourself, you can see yourself graduating. Can you see yourself? Those of you who are in college, can you see yourself walking down the aisle? Can you see yourself with the white coat, a doctor? Can you see yourself as a mechanic, a teacher? You know, when you're young, you know how you have practice, you have play games with your friends and you just you know, sit up there and say, I always knew I was going to be a doctor because I was sitting back there telling my friends and feeling their head and seeing what is wrong. You, you got a fever. They play the part of the future and they brought it in. That's how you go in the future. If you visualize what you want to do, those of you who want jobs, are you in a promotion? See yourself, hear yourself, hear the, hear them saying, you know what? I want you to come in my office. I got a promotion for you today. You will be surprised. Sometimes the manifestation takes a while because it's a season for everything. And in that season, you will manifest. And I'm going to go ahead and pull something from the Bible because some people just don't believe, you know, what I'll be talking is biblical. Ecclesiastes 3. To everything, there is a season. In a time to every purpose under the sun, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build. That is Ecclesiastes 3 in the New King James Version. With that, I think I explained that you can go in your past and you can go to the future. It's different dimensions to this. You can do it in the quietness of your home, nighttime or morning. And if you don't do it and don't believe it, what can I tell you? You're limiting yourself. God gave you the power. You are made in his image. And can't God go in your past? He can go in your future. God can go anywhere he wants to. And you can too, not physically, but spiritually. And then you will manifest. Want to go to London? You eventually manifest it. So you have to master this. What am I saying to you? It's called time travel. The way you have not been taught. And this is why I'm going to continue this next time. Thank you for coming into my space. What is new is you for the new years. I hope you all who have listened to my podcast about the new year's revelation, the new you revelation is moving toward with transformation daily. And I have a book that I am trying, a couple books coming out. One in wordology. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will harm you. You gotta get that book. Please go get your promise land. And if you want more dinner, you know you need to go get spirituality. Shame on you for those of you who don't have it. I hear some of y'all say, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Now give it to people as gifts. And I'm out of here because I went over. Remember, is loving yourself is right. Why do you want to be wrong?